The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. What's up, guys? Williamson Bloom on your Wednesday. We're here in the Wild Rose Casino Studios in beautiful Ankeny, Iowa. My name is Chris Williams. Joined, as always, by Brent Bloom, Williams and Bloom Wednesday. We are presented by our friends at Mechdyne. And the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is always fueled by our friends at Cody Road Bourbon, baby. Get the uh, Iowa's cream liqueur if you're watching us on. This is the old bottle right here. Yeah, I got to get the new. I have a new one. It's at my house. I just haven't brought it here to the studio yet. So that's it's on me. You can, can watch Williams and Bloom Wednesday on YouTube now, by the Look way. Look at this combo right there. You get the cream let me get that in the camera cream liqueur the Irish with the we will coffee Can so you, that what a deal i'll be honest it's really good actually the we will coffee is if you're not like a huge coffee person it's a little strong it's a little first. strong it is strong now it's a strong it, coffee. it gets better every time you drink it yeah if you do it with the Irish cream oh. i did this it's really good it's really good it's, it's, it's a just, fantastic treat it's a saturday treat right there yeah or a sunday treat and or it's hey, good, like depending so, on your jet line of work, maybe a Wednesday so, afternoon treat. But me, I like the We Will Coffee just because I'm a huge coffee nut. Yeah, that's like, right. So up I your can alley. just like yeah. I can down this. These things are and they're yeah. they're on sale online if you're watching. Really? Yeah, yeah. Go to the We Will website, look at collaborations. They'll find a link. Beautiful. There you go. It all helps. Portal season opens soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, Cavender gal. <laughs> yeah. It's in the portal. Are you going to get her? Cyclone Larry requested that. So uh, what's going on there? Her sister's not. I'm like, not sure. I don't know. I thought I, they I, were going to be WWE. I don't know what's going on. Wrestlers. They uh, they got a lot going on. That's what I know. How much realistically would it cost to get one of the Cavender twins? Oh my gosh! Especially the know. good one, because there's one that averages like twenty, and there's one that averages like six. The women's basketball market is legit. Oh, now. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't is know. it a million? Well, her, she. Uh, they're different than your. That's what I'm saying, because she's going to bring so many eyeballs. Right. She's worth it. It's like Deion Sanders for the portal. I don't know. It's a really I, don't know good where, point. I don't know where she'll go. It won't be Ames. I can guarantee you that. Would she go to like an Iowa City? I can't imagine her wanting to share the spotlight. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Like I, I, Basketball-wise, she'd be a nice fit there because she's a nice little guard. Yeah. But I think yeah. there's a little more going on there. I can't see her. her wanting to spend an Iowa or <laughs> Iowa winter. I yeah, feels probably, a little off maybe to not me. be good for the TikTok. Welcome to the program. We thank our uh, presenting sponsor, Mechdyne, the Mechdyne Corporation. A little bye week, Williams and Bloom on a Wednesday. I wanted to take some time to talk basketball today because, well, we don't have a football game to preview. Although uh, Bloom, I haven't even given you the rundown yet. We're going to talk some hoops. Great. I wanted to go down the preseason poll. I also want to. Um, not necessarily make predictions, but look at the rest of the football schedule. Yeah, it's interesting. What is the most likely outcome, I guess, for Iowa State? We'll get into that in Love segment it. two. In segment three, I would like to dig into uh, just the rest of the do our Wiffle Cybert's Big 12 segment. And I also uh, I'm, I'm keeping everybody updated. You know, I had the girls watching Home Improvement. Yeah. We've dipped into Urkel now. Oh, Family Matters? Talk, yeah, we'll talk about that in, in just a little bit as well. Big 12 Basketball Media Day is going on today in Kansas City. And I'm just going to be honest with our audience. I didn't send us. We didn't go. Iowa State had theirs last week. Like, to me, this was a deal where it, it, 
it was nice that it was during the bye week, but we work really hard during football season and you go down there and it's like three nights in a hotel. It's expensive. And frankly, I didn't think we were going to get anything that we didn't already have. So we didn't send anybody there. Yeah. Brett, your mark talked yesterday. That was yep. kind of interesting, but sounds like big 12 is going to be in Kansas city for a while <laughs> until 31. Which um, there was some discussion on the Utah fans started mixing it up. I on, hate Utah fans. It's the worst I, fan base in America. I, I'm starting to wonder about that, but they were like, go to Vegas. It's like, guys, don't, you know, don't, don't knock something until you I try don't even it, know yeah. how these BYU fans handle it. To be honest with you. I'm team so BYU in that base in, yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Holy war. I'm wearing blue. Let's get, let's go Cougs. I've, I've been, I've been on the Utah sucks thing for like two years well, for like the record. The, and now they're here. I, I don't even know why they let them in the big 12. I wish they would have let them just rot can out we there. Trade in the Mountain the, West. Can we trade them for Oregon state? Absolutely. Beavers greater than you. I, I would let them rot. That's what I would. I wouldn't even feel bad if they were in the mountain I West. Know. I feel bad that Utah I, that Oregon state has to. And, and our friends from Wazoo, yeah, they were nice. I love those. The, the bowl be great. Game. These arrogant Utah fans. That's, I I'm I don't know what's going on with the. Uh, yeah. So, but anyway, they, they the argument was well, Vegas is a lot more fun. It's like, well, yeah, it's Vegas. However, you're there to watch a basketball game. Well, I can tell you, I was in Vegas last year. I believe it was during the um, Pac-12 tournament. No, you were there for the Sweet 16. Right? I was there for. You're right. I was there for the Sweet 16. There was a Vegas. Nobody knew. Right. Nobody knew the Sweet 16 was there. And that's the guy's argument. Is like, well, there's a bunch of stuff going on. It's like, who cares? We're, sitting there, we're watching it in the sports book. We had no idea that that game was happening in Vegas. It, uh, Kansas City during Big 12 week doesn't get any better. There is nothing that can compare. And for Utah fan to just claim, oh, you should go to Vegas without being... Yeah, and Shaq's coming back. You see that? Going back to the Big 12 Going tournament. back to the Big 12 this year. Yeah. So... It's going to be electric. So, like, why is that a big deal? And and I'm not why trying Shaq to, going to be. Yeah, why is why is that? Why is that a, I don't know. What What are they paying Shaq to just show up at the Big Twelve tournament? Probably, probably seven figures. Some of this stuff, man. Like, I like your. <laughs> You're mark. starting to get old. You're it's, getting old on us. No, it's just like, what are you doing? It was a hit last year. It got a lot of attention. Didn't he like DJ or he something? DJ. He's going to do it yeah. again in Power and Light. When I Iowa thought State, it was a big pun concert that happened. Big pun's dead. Sorry. What? Yeah, Big Pun is dead. Oh, Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Yeah, Sorry. Fat Joe's with us. Big Pun is dead. My apologies. I legitimately yeah, thought I it you was. Got, you mixed up your, your big so guys. So Fat Joe at a concert. Yeah. Which Fat Joe was like a thing when we were in like high school. So yeah. this is not some like modern thing. Like this is a guy who your mark That's rubbed your target, elbows with. your target audience though, right? Like all of us old. Is it people. though? Like, because I was in Kansas City and I wasn't. I, I, my mind was like, I'm gonna stay hell away from, far away from that as possible. I don't know. Fat Joe is courtside. If you brought Jay Z in, that'd be different. <laughs> I, I just Jay-Z's don't understand coming. the appeal. Oh, like Shaquille O'Neal's here. I don't know. It was in the press release. Oh, I was like, great. great. I don't. Sh- Shaq. I'm a I'm a your mark substance guy. Shaq is probably the killing the Pac-12 substance. Give you credit. Shaq coming to the Big 12 tournament. Not your thing? No, it's fine. It's just like, I don't know if we should be bragging about it. Like, it's this huge deal. I could be a lot more beneficial if Shaq was like, hey, this is my guy, Brett Yormark, and it's the best basketball league in America, so I'd really like to go and support it. Not just, hey, I'm here to Hey, DJ we're going to give him a million dollars. To go DJ in the power and light? Uh, no. Those $15 beers. Nelly, halftime, Big 12. Now you're speaking my language. What's the difference? 
You know, did you ever buy the Shaq? Nelly's album? a much bigger name than Fat Joe. So this is the loser I was in elementary school. I'm riding the bus in West Des Moines, and you know, some people are you know talking to their friends or whatever. I had the cassette tape for the Shaq, the Shaq album. You know, Shaq had a Shaq like Fu. A, Shaq Fu. It was like yeah. 93, 94. Yeah. He came out with an actual cassette tape. That was it, me with my headphones. And then was that when he said, "Hey Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes"? No, that would have been about a decade after, a de- decade later. Yeah. I remember when that came out. That was I was a big deal. I was anchoring the morning show on uh, <laughs> KMA Radio, and I made a big deal about it, and wasn't exactly the locals didn't quite understand. Wasn't exactly the right demographic. Did you say ass in, on KMA Radio, or did you? I have don't to believe so. Yourself? Yeah, yeah. I w- Don Hanson would have walked me out the door <laughs> had I done that. Chris, you can't do that. Uh, you know your audience. All right, uh, Williams and Bloom Wednesday presented as always by Mechdyne. Big Twelve basketball poll came out last yeah. week. We just what do we got. We haven't really covered it. Uh, Iowa State is seventh in it, which which I thought was really fair. Yeah. What about you? Like, yeah, I mean, I did you expect anything no, different? No, I, I did not. Uh, I, I mean, Kansas has won again. They're predicted to win it all again. Yeah. Which um, is probably. What's the run? It, can you run it down for me? I can't. It okay. goes Kansas won. They had 12 first place votes. Keep in mind the people voting on this are the, are coaches. the coaches. So there's only 13 total. Houston 14. had two first 14. place votes. They're second. So one of those came from Bill Self and somebody else voted for Houston. Then it goes Texas, Baylor, TCU, mm-hmm. Kansas State, Iowa State. That's very fair then, in my opinion. Yeah. I think so too. Like I, especially, I mean, the reality in this day and age is just, you, you can get as much talent as you want. You just don't really know how it's going to mesh. Right. Now, like, especially like picking seven in this league, I mean, that's a five seed. It's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, maybe, you maybe high. It could be even higher than that. I mean, this will be by far the best conference in basketball. Can again. you answer one thing for me, though? And TJ and I talked about this on the pod I did with him last week. Um, Because I, I mean, I, I talked about it to TJ. He didn't really comment on it, but. Isn't this going to hurt the analytics to add teams? Yes. Yes. Well, it depends. It it depends if the teams are bad. Like if UCF's going to drag it down, though. Because that's my thing. Like it, the last few years with Iowa State, it's like you can lose a game and you don't. It doesn't really impact you at all. And it won't unless people are in the hundreds. And that that was what the last two years. Everybody was what sixteen above. Yeah. So even when you lost a game, it didn't really impact you. The only thing that mattered was winning quad one games. Like when you lost a right, quad it two, matter. it didn't impact now, you. Now, saying that, I'm looking at Ken Palm right now, C-Dub, and everybody's in the top 75, which is wild. Does Think that of, matter right now what it is? Uh, yeah, it does. I mean, no, I mean yes and no. The, the expectation is these teams will be pretty good. Uh, and... But you worry about a UCF or a Cincinnati, although I think Cincinnati's going to be okay, losing a bunch of games in the non-conference and it drags it down. But if everybody's still in the top 100 when conference play starts, nobody's going to move that much because you're just playing each other. So, yes, technically it's harder to keep 14 teams analytics up than 10. But I think this case, I think everyone's going to be pretty good again. I really do. As long as people take care of business in the non-conference, it's not going to matter. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, Iowa State, I don't know anything about Central Florida yet. Like I, that's the one. A BYU, I kind of feel like you know exactly what it's going to be. Cincinnati is a bit of a wild card. Good basketball school. I haven't been great lately. 
Uh, but then the rest, I mean, it, it just it screams the top eight. I don't know good. about Texas Tech. What do we know about Texas Tech right now? Well, it's the uh, it's the old North Texas coach. Yeah, that's Remember what I'm they, saying. They like got it, rid of all. That's old what man. I'm saying. Like it's all new. So yeah, like I, I, I don't know. Let me look at the roster here. I mean, they get they returned some guys. It's the just, rest of this really just screams like classic classic Big Twelve I, basketball team. But again, I just worry about the analytics because in the past it's like, oh, you can go on a four game losing streak in January matter. and it didn't. It doesn't really hurt yeah. your numbers at all. And, and that it could be a little bit different. But as long as everybody is highly ranked entering conference play, you're not going to jostle a whole much too much there. What are let's go this way? What are fair reasonable expectations for this team? Yeah, so I mean, right now your your Ken Palm numbers thirty one, which I think is very. That's exactly about where I would have them right now. Twenty to thirty five yeah. in that range. Yep. I think depends it, on how bullish or bearish you I are. Think the upside's higher than previous Iowa State teams the last two years for sure. Uh, but you're young. I mean, you you got a lot of things that still are to be determined here. What is uh, expectations? I, I just like the last two years. I think if you go five hundred in conference, you're going to definitely make the tournament. I would agree. Um, I think that should be the baseline is nine to nine in the big 12. The non-conference is tricky. There's a lot of winnable games early. Those roads that, that trip to Orlando could be interesting. You know, I'm not sure what to think about that. I think if Iowa state goes nine and nine in conference and drops no more than two games in the non-conference, you're looking at a five or six in the dance. And that, that would be my expectation for this point. But I do believe if this team comes together the way I think it can, that could significantly grow higher if the defensive metrics stay similar. This well, team's going to be, Chris, last I'm year you, you finished three in defense, 79 in offense, which is a massive jump if you go to 23. Right. You know, I know a lot of people were upset with the offense last year. In 23, you were 114 in offense and eight in defense. The most shocking statistic to me. About uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at that wrong. Yep. Right now around. they're at three and they finished eight last year. Yep. There's what, I it, would be shocked it if was Iowa State's top five. Twenty two I'm sorry, twenty two they finished hundred and seventy one in offense. In offense. They yeah. finished hundred and nine last year in offense. I don't put anything into these Ken Palm ratings right now. Uh, yeah, it's I don't know how you can I don't know really yeah, with like, all the what movements. is it? Like I'm not sure. It's basing on the last five years of well, that's a, these teams are totally different, so it means absolutely nothing to me right you, now. You, you're you're probably correct there. I I would be sh- two things. I'd be shocked if Iowa State finishes top five in defense this year. But no I am, way. I am a firm believer they can be top fifty in offense. Just from what I little I've seen, top I, fifty, huh? I I'm not putting too much pressure on, but I I just the Woo! the way these guards, yeah, I mean, Iowa State is playing now with with. Real Funct- guards with, with real guards, yeah. functional like, with, multiple, like actual guards that can multiple shoot. functional yeah. guards, uh, which will should should open up everything else for the bigs then too. And if Taman's making the jump shot like he continues to do in practice, then that guy's going to have a monster year. I we don't can I say this? He's we, a little underrated. We don't he talk didn't, about Taman Lipsy enough. He didn't get honorable mention. He got that nothing. Shocked me. The guy might be the most viable player in Iowa State's team. He that shocked everything. me that he didn't I get honorable totally mention. Agree. I am. What do you guys watch? I need to get on the phone with my guy Scott Drew. If he would friend once, of the program, once he starts making the three point shot, you're talking about a. I think Taman's upside is a first team All Big Twelve guy. Maybe not this year, but next year and senior year for sure. Because he's from Ames, because we've known about him for five years, I think we under appreciate what that guy can do. He's one of those players. It's like that Niang, that Monte Morris of. 
when he's not on the floor, you're like, get him back on the floor because he just makes everything a lot better. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Taman. I think, is this sacrilegious to say this? If I'm starting a team for on November 6th when Iowa State plays, I'd rather have Taman than Tyrese Hunter. And I'm, I just said it. I, did, I just would. No, I don't think you're crazy. I just think he's more of a well-rounded player all the way around. I don't think you, I don't think that's it. But I, I'm Taman. If Taman shoots the ball like like he has in practice, he's going to have a for a reference huge huge impact. If you haven't heard the podcast, TJ said on the record to me that in scrimmages, Lipsy is at thirty eight percent from three, and they track everything. This isn't this isn't like shoot around. This is and it, five on five. For what games. it's worth, I saw the stats thus far, and the shooting is the three point shooting is considerably better. What we, now that's playing against yourself, it, but I would also add Iowa State's defense is pretty good. It's the way they practice defense. So Creighton this weekend will tell us a lot. Iowa State got destroyed last year by Creighton, <laughs> and everybody everybody panicked. Like, oh my oh, gosh, yeah. let's go! <laughs> and then, if I could pass along one piece of device too, after all my years of doing this, is these secret scrimmages like don't mean much. No, they 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 you get a good read of. Who's got a long way to go? Well, the biggest but, thing, but you don't get, look at the win loss thing. The biggest thing you get as a fan is the rotation stuff. Who played a lot, and and not every coach does it that way. Now, Ots will coach it like a real game. Now, maybe not. Yeah, he they, didn't they last might year. Break it into segments. Too. Some of these coaches, I think it depends on your team too. But like when they were in Bahamas, they coached it like a real game. Yeah. It wasn't let's get everybody the same amount of playing time, get them right. reps. And they they. Some guys played more in other games than others to get them more. Some coaches will treat them like, hey, we want to see what we have down the bench. And some will go like, no, we need to treat this like a mock game to get ready for real competition. Yeah, we'll see how much data comes out from that. But that's happening this weekend going over to Omaha. My suggestion or not my suggestion, my my guess would be that between Mac and Otz, they're going to have a pretty tight lip. Yeah, yeah. Don't let much get out. I'm with you, but somehow Rothstein always ends up with that stuff. He does. Uh, so do generally Cre- Cyclone Fanatic Premium yeah. members too. <laughs> cool. Shameless plug. plug. Uh, Creighton's top fifteen this year, by the way. That uh, the big fellow's back again. Man, He's been there like eight, and years. they are just an nil darling in your world. Shireman's back too. They're they're a good team. Jeez, yeah. Max doing a hell of a job. He's over doing there. really. They are. You talk about. We talked about Gonzaga last week. Creighton is an example of if you don't have a football team, Ugh. you are at a massive advantage in this new basketball world. How does Nebraska basketball do? I think they're doing okay because they're they're. I just wondering if like the Nebraska football people give to Creighton. Uh, there's probably some of that, but Nebraska is such a big athletic department from a revenue standpoint. Yeah, that they can just naturally filter down to basketball too. I think Fred's probably doing okay. So, like, do Nebraska volleyball players as loaded as... Are they yeah. getting NIL? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's starting to move to volleyball, too. I was wondering that. Yep. Yep. It's I mean, you been, can't really well do an entire football stadium to watch a volleyball and then not pay nope. the players the, anything. The high end... I mean, Texas won the national championship last year in volleyball. Almost all transfers. When does it stop? I My projection uh, is that we're going to have high school kids eventually, like, holding out when, like, the... You know, the like Central Iowa Sports Network shows up to do your game. Well, that, you, there's and, like Channel 13, like they do their game of the week. They're making money on that. Oh, yeah. That's why they do like, it. 
yeah, it's a huge profitable thing for them, I would assume. Yeah. If you're a high school kid, if you're a high school kid, you're like, where's where's my my money? money? Why are you making money off of my name? So in Iowa, the state of Iowa is one of the states that you can get NIL for high school kids. That's coming. It's no, it's it's allowed. Yeah. It's is it already happening? Yeah, yeah. Like a high school kid could get an NIL deal tomorrow. So like our guy Titus at Bondurant, who's this freaking stud in football. He's yeah, got he could go like, to Bondurant Auto Body and they could sign him for sure. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, that's uh, incredible. What a world! But no, speaking I, of that, so, I was down at Osceola last night. Clark, little uh, high school volleyball action. Watching my niece Addison. How the uh, Cardinals won? Swept them in three. So we're moving on. Big game against Red Oak tomorrow night. Let's Ooh, get after it. Corner conference, not corner conference. Hawkeye Ten, man. The Golden Triangle. <laughs> Hawkeye Ten. Yeah. Williamson Bloom Wednesday. Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Many of you are watching us. How about McDermott being there for the 13 screen? years now? Yeah, it makes you feel old, doesn't it? Sheesh. Has he been there for 13, 13 years? 13 years. This is his 14th year. Jesus. Well, I guess I've been doing this almost 20. Mm-hmm. So that would make sense that he, man. Remember that f- game in uh, Des Moines? The Vanderbeeking, the Vanderbeeking, the buzzer beater. Would that shouldn't have counted? Shouldn't have counted. So do You're, not do not claim that the officials have never helped Iowa State. That is no, one. That was an absolute one time highway robbery. There was no replay. If you it wasn't fan. on TV. Thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. GravitateCoworking.com. You can go check them out. I uh, if we didn't have this badass office here in Ankeny. I would be there for sure. You can. I actually talked to Jeff about this at one point. You can rent these downtown private offices. Back when I was doing KXNO, I thought it'd be handy just to be in one spot. But if you go to GravitateCoworking.com, you can check out all their locations. Downtown East Village, which is really popular with the political folks. Midtown Windsor Heights and also in Jefferson. We were, uh, I had a little preliminary chat with Jeff. About what? Uh, maybe a little co-working space in Sidetown. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That actually, that's brilliant. That was a pretty good idea. Kelderman Manufacturing. Did you see they got a big piece done by them by Channel 13? On Kelderman the d- On the down corn reel? No. Yeah. Uh, I saw my, my main man, uh, Jeff Kelderman, was on Channel 13 talking about his dad inventing the corn reel back in 1977. Because all those farmers, the tornadoes ripped through last week. Oh, yeah. So that's when you need the down corner. Yeah, and like we're talking about like high winds and all that stuff. And the so it, farmers out there, I saw a bunch of them yesterday. My friends from Clorinda that got out of the field to get to that volleyball match. But uh, Kelderman.com, go to their specialty products page where you can head up agriculture. You're going to learn all sorts of stuff about what the Kelderman uh, manufacturing folks do down there in Oskaloosa. One quick thing on the on the farming front. Just want to make this note because somebody did this today. Uh shameless plug we will collective can take gifts of grain gifts of corn i saw this so if you work with your local uh grain elevator so then you guys give the athletes corn no no so basically you give the athletes like beans no no it's not the product the elevator sells it in the name of the collective i'm just kidding by the way somebody out there thought that i was serious but no so so the elevator a lot of elevators do this with other nonprofits. (laughs) hey omaha blue We've got some we've corn got, for we've you. We've got some bushels for you, buddy. Jeez. Omaha, do you want a bushel? Now you can take it to market, Omaha, and you can sell <laughs> you can it and sell make money yourself. off of it. It's the most complicated NIL deal of all time. Do you want a bushel? No, but reach out uh, to me if you would like to gift some grain. So then that's like a tax write-off for them. Yeah, they just they, it's basically a it's they don't touch it then, so it's not it's. Can not they give you a cow? Then. We could sell a cow. I'm serious. This is. 
You you think we, that the Iowa pork uh, deal went no. big? Wait, if we will starts like adopting cows to sell cows and pigs and selling it and paying the players off of the slaughter of these this beef and pork for the offense and defensive lines. Whoa, you want? Then you're gonna Whoa. get like PETA after you too. <laughs> hey, bring it on. We are gonna slaughter <laughs> four cows. And we're going to sell the beef, this and that's all going to go to the offensive line. This, this is genius. This one's for you, Tyler Miller. <laughs> yeah. Name him. Old Maude, she's about ready to go through. <laughs> that's for James Neal. <laughs> that's for you, Jake Rimsburg. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just crazy. Oh, wait, that was a horse. Yeah, don't. we're not killing horses here. That's so crazy in my <laughs> Oh, don't put it past. I'm me, just guys. kidding, people. Well, no, you're not. Somebody's mad right now. Yeah, I, can no, I don't know. It's actually not a bad idea. It's a great the, idea. The gifts of grain is legit, though. That's I'm not what we do back home, though. Yeah. So you raise like cows and pigs for these kids, and then they sell them. You know, these kids raise them. Yep. And then they sell them, and they put it in their college fund. I mean, it's not not too. It's like a job for yep. a lot of kids back home. Why couldn't you do it? The agriculture capital of the world. I'm I know. serious. I'm I'm serious. If you are a farmer out here, get in touch with Bloom about this. I like it'll get the Iowa pork thing got like 50 million views. It, our it, pork, our Joyce, my 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 yeah, buddy Joyce, Joyce. We need to get the pork producers on board with this. Where they're donate. Hey, we got a hundred pigs. We literally have a guy on the team named Bacon and Hammond and Hammond. <laughs> so let's I again. Yes, I am. Oh, no, there are no rules. People reach out. <laughs> John. John's watching on Facebook. He says, <laughs> Utah football players get Ram pickups. Iowa State players get cows. So that may, can I can I mm-hmm. can I get on my soapbox on that one again to our Utah friends? And it got a lot of good headlines for them. Although they talked about it at the congressional hearing. It wasn't the best uh, look for potentially it's tough look. So they did six month leases with those. Yes, they don't actually get the no. truck. No, they didn't buy 85 cars. They did 85 six-month leases for the. So it ends up, again, not cheap, probably like $600,000. The issue is you talk about insurance and and like what happens if you crash one of those cars. I don't know. So thank you for the suggestions, those who've asked what, how, for cars. How do taxes work on a lease like that? Because uh, if you yeah. buy it, you have to pay. I've, yeah, I've I leased a vehicle. I think, I think the collective is on the hook for some of that stuff. I, I wondered how... Is it is it a is it considered a gift that you have to pay taxes on? um, And I'm one of these guys like I don't care if the kids have to pay taxes because that's how every other human. If you go out and get a job, you have to pay taxes. They're already paying taxes for the the compensation we give them. Yeah, you have to. I hate it when people be like, "Oh, are they going to pay taxes on this?" Yes, 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 they they do. do. This is the United States of America. (laughs) When you make money, you have to pay taxes on it. That's. If if you if you have a job at Walmart and you're a sophomore in marketing, you, you have to pay taxes too. on it, and, and so do the student athletes. And they have not had any trouble paying yeah, taxes. They're not idiots. Yeah. Just because they're football players, they can figure out what they need to pay taxes on. No, but so the the Utah thing was six month leases. They didn't buy eighty five trucks for them. Just FYI. But yes, cows cows are maybe more cost effective than Ram trucks. I just think it's a great idea. I think it'd be great headlines. And it's Iowa. Like, what am yeah. I always saying? Lean into the siren. I'm, Lean into all this stuff that's pure Iowa State. We need to be donating pigs and cows to the collective. I'm for it. So if somebody smarter than me can figure out an efficient way to do that, again, I am not in the uh, 
my guy Mike Porth with Iowa Pork. Maybe he, he listens to everything. Yeah, I love Mike. Mike. I'm giving you a challenge. Like, this would be ca- huge. There's the cattleman's associate. There's there's got to be official. I don't ways know the cattleman this. folks, but yeah. I know the pork folks. You know the pork folks. Okay. Well, we're in. We need again. Portal opens December fifth. The Page County cattlemen are the ones who catered my wedding. Do you remember, I remember that? that? Yeah, and you had uh, those old boys when we rolled up, and they're out there at the grill. Didn't you have like a guy named like Pork Chop as your DJ or something? Uh, plowman. Plowman. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> That's a God's honest truth. He was from Creston. Yeah, good guy. The best part of that way—I don't know if you remember—we walk out of the. I don't church. remember much from that. We walk out of the church. The party bus is there, like waiting to drive us from Stanton to Clorinda, and the guy driving the bus. Is sitting outside of the church drinking song. beer, just, kidding, just drinking a bush light, getting ready to drive. And I think us the off. sheriff walked by. Is like, yeah, good luck. Yeah. The sheriff is probably at the wedding. I don't even know. <laughs> All right, Williamson Bloom Wednesday. Do you got any more basketball? I, I thought seven was really fair. Yeah, I, I think, think that, a realistic I, expectation is that you're a five seed and you're hoping to get into the Sweet yep, Sixteen. I, I would say NCAA tournament is. I, I don't say it's a must, but it is a, for Boy, sure. I feel like it is. I, I mean, you're as close to a must as you can be in this sense where Iowa State came from three years ago. I also think, too, that it's very real that this team won't click as fast as previous ones did. And whatever that means, they may not have as good of a record out of the non-con, but but like it looks a lot better, so you may not be... Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. But they may lose a couple of these games, and you're like, oh, but you got to keep in mind they're younger, and they're playing a style that's a little more apt to get beat by a team that's not as good as you that's yeah because you're not gonna be able to well hopefully you suffocate and you score the ball but it's gonna be a work in progress although the schedule outside of that orlando it's trip, not great it's not i mean it shouldn't you shouldn't run into too many speed bumps i'm looking at ken palm right now chris and the only game in the non-conf well i take that back there are zero games currently in the non-conference with less than a 70 percent chance of winning even the Iowa games at home, DePaul's okay, but that's on the road. That could be tough. It's not an easy place to go play. Uh, and then that obviously the the only the first game of the Orlando tournament's in there. The other two aren't in there yet. Those could be tough. But the first opponent is VCU down. You're in Orlando. not expecting much from Iowa, are you? I, they're going to be what they are. They'll be right on the bubble. You think so? I do. I mean, that's just them. They find a way to win some games. Okay. I, I mean, you know Chris, better than me, Chris. It's really. I don't think we realize as a college basketball entity how average some of those bubble teams are. You know, if you look at the Big Ten, it's not going to be great this year either. I started to dive a little bit in. I think Iowa, no, Iowa's not great, but they're also, they are what they are. They're going to score the ball. They're not going to guard anybody. That's no different than what they have been. They just don't have a Murray now to, to get some headlines. That's true. All right, Iowa State football the rest of the way. Uh, quickly want to thank our friends at the Iowa State University Foundation. I'm getting all my letters again. I think they send them out a couple of weeks. I just got one from Veterinary Medicine. Gave some money to the Veterinary Medicine last year because I my wife went there. They took care of my little boy, Dirks. He's not a little boy anymore. He's like an old man. He's, He's like fella. 10 now, but he did chemotherapy there. A phenomenal job. Uh, big fans of the... Uh, vet med out there so i like to give them a little bit of scratch each and every year i i think it's important bloom you used to work for these folks and awesome. you know how important it is to just be a well-rounded cyclone show off that spirit psych because it, it really is a full community loyal and forever true 
I like to. I'm involved in sports a lot, but I like to be a little part of something a little bit bigger than the sports. And that campus is awesome. If you get to go and like walk on it, it makes you feel 15 years younger. Yeah, different vibe when you get on campus. Yes. No, I, uh, here's, Ivy College of Business. We both give to them as well. well and then I'm, I know it. firsthand the money you give to the the foundation. A lot of times it'll go to scholarships, right? Yes. How do you grow the Iowa State fan base? You get more yes. students there, and so it's all actually a part of. It's all part of the same ecosystem. Movewhatmatters.com is where you can uh, go and do that today. Uh, football, I just wanted to look at it the rest of the way. Again, I'm not necessarily looking for game-by-game predictions here. I want to I come up with a, a number mm-hmm. that we think is the most likely scenario of where Iowa State ends up. Okay. So prior to TCU, I was on the you need to win four out of five to make a bowl game deal. Well, if that's the case, you're you're off to a good start. Um let's let's break this down. I got some numbers for Do you, you have any do you have any uh wins versus Texas or at Kansas State in the last two weeks of the season? So interestingly, I like to look at the different analytical places. Did you know? A lot of people probably don't know this. Sagarin is one of the more respected rating systems. Yeah, I'm a huge Sagarin guy. Yeah. Iowa State, what do you think Iowa State's ranked in uh Sagarin? I don't know, because you're saying this, I'm going to guess it's pretty good. Yeah. 25th? 27. Wow. All right. So, I mean, I, I think we're kind of, we're starting to see Iowa State climb up the, that performance against Cincinnati was awesome analytically. So, Boy, it doesn't hurt that Oklahoma State keeps winning either. And that no, TCU right. wins and that, right. that Iowa's kept winning. So, to, to, what, why do I say that? Right now, K-State's 15th in Sagarin. And so you, I mean, roughly you're still looking at a, a road game down there. You're going to be a 10 point underdog just based on the analytics right now. So that is a possible. Absolutely. Um, I would put that as perhaps even the least likely at this point of the games remaining. I would agree. I think you have a better chance against Texas at home than you do at case. I would Texas on November 18th and Ames. You have a better chance than although I, again, all those. And I say that I think I would say can win in Manhattan. I really do. I think Iowa State's good enough to win down there. I watched that Avery kid. Didn't you? you What'd you think? Right? Real deal. Yeah. Real. But I, I you know what he's going to get this week if he starts. He's going to get attention. He's going to get. They're going to make him throw the ball. Yeah. And I think that's. Then we'll learn if he can actually. He's never been scouted. So. That's he he has not seen a defense. I mean, well, it's the same thing. All these NFL quarterbacks that are rookies—they all tend to look pretty good in the first five weeks, and then there's tape on them. Well, now, well, now, like, look at the tape on Purdy now. Yeah, and it's a little different because it was raining, and he's he had issues throwing a wet ball in college too. The Ohio State kid Stroud—he's going to get it in the second half. You you watch, like Purdy. Not the the mo on him. What Cleveland did to him, and they couldn't really block. But you send people at Purdy and make him make him throw it away. You know, make him make a play. And I think you're going to start seeing that with the the book getting out. Same with Rocco. Although what I've seen from Rocco, which I thought was really wise, we did we talked about a little bit on Sunday. Using him in that planned run game early yes. was awesome. And I love was awesome. I don't remember if I, I think we talked about this, but I love when a coordinator takes the decision away from the young quarterback. Just do a do an inside run for. They him. did three or four planned runs in the first he's quarter. He's not a he's a fine runner. He's not a natural run first guy. And I think we've gotten a little bit nuts with the read option stuff, just as fo- in football in general. Just do the designed runs and don't make they, him think about it all the they time. They went four for four in the first half on designed runs for him. And so that's great because it just 
yeah. opens up another avenue there. And then, I mean, I'm not saying go away from the read option. No. I'm not saying no. get rid of it, but I like if you need to keep that, that defensive player honest, yes. like yeah. just just playing it. And did you know that that one play was the first series? Arlen Harris was in the game and actually yeah. did the blocking for Rocco on that run, which was a neat way to use him. I mean, he has a lot. Shirt? Or is he, uh, can he? He could probably. Okay. I don't know how many games he's played. I was wondering that when I saw he the, took Somebody asked me yesterday, all the the other freshman running backs have all played. Yeah, so they're, they're all. Done. They're redshirt bye-bye. I don't know about Arlen yet. Well, maybe we'll have another worldwide pandemic and they'll get an extra <laughs> year. I'm kidding. No, thanks. So. But yeah, so uh, that's the K-State. So what are the chances? Let's say there's a 20% chance Iowa State wins one of those games. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, you're going to be a double K-State. digit underdog to Texas. Probably right at, right. At and 10. you're going to be seven to 10 and against Kansas state. Yep. I think every other game that there's the other three games you're favored or it's a pick, you're em. favored or pick them. In fact, if you do that, so first game is Baylor Baylor right now. And Sagarin is all the way down. Where are they at? This is, this is great podcast here. It's okay. Um, we keep it real. They are 68th. So not quite nice. If Iowa State played Baylor today, right now, according to my power ratings on a neutral field, Iowa State would be a two-point favorite. That's it. See, now Sagarin would have it closer to like eight. Okay. Based on this. Now, you get three or four for home. I'm going to guess, C-Dub, next week, Iowa State and Baylor are right around to pick them. I'm with you. Neutral field, Iowa State, Kansas. Iowa State's a two-point underdog. So at home, probably one or two. One or two, your favored. Yep. And then let's go to BYU. Iowa State would be a five-point favorite in a neutral field. So they should be favored on the road in right, that one. one or two in that. Unless one. something crazy yeah, happens. Yeah. But that's if the games are played right that's, now. That's the great thing is now you, you, you're going to be you're gonna be right there these next three. You're going to be in a better pregame situation than you were against either TCU or Cincinnati. Now... I don't know how good Cincinnati did not in person. I'm not. I'm not really buying them. I think that Baylor game with them this weekend is super interesting. Who wants to be there? Uh, Boy, I think Cincinnati's got some I'm, some other issues. I'm going here. on with uh, the Baylor guys today. I'd like to know there's he's he's got to be in in some some deeper water there. It's random. a different place too. Like they've got all that Baptist money, and they'll just. Yeah, and I, I'm curious what his his situation is. I'm there. shocked. I thought I'm shocked. I, this might be the biggest whiff I've ever had in a preseason I, prediction. I'm right there with you. Right there. With I you. thought they were the one non-Texas or Oklahoma team that had a potential chance to sneak that yep. thing out, they're, and I was dead wrong. They're talking about firing their offensive coordinator again. So there's there's issues there. The BYU guy. Yeah, Jeff Grimes. Wow. He came from, yeah, they they are they not loved happy him a year with, ago. Yeah, I know they're not happy with him at all. Down there, I mean, just it'll turn, it'll turn on. And you. their athletic director's chippy. Yeah, he's out there doing media. He's running his mouth. Yep, yep. Interesting times down in Waco. Uh, okay, so I think that six and six is the most likely I think six, outcome. I, yeah, to to answer your question, yes, I would I would say a better than sixty percent chance to make a bowl. And then that's looking at like Phoenix or Memphis types. I want to go to Memphis. Yeah, I'm on record. I want to go to Memphis. I like Memphis. Memphis is the best. Memphis, yeah, we you hang out. With Jerry is Jerry still with us? The King? Oh yeah, he's still with us. Now the problem is the guy who's his old manager 
God yeah. dang it. This this is out of control. What what's going on? My Apple Watch just got me directions to Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened. How long is it? Eleven? It's not a bad drive. Not I've bad done drive. it. Yeah. So the guy who set us up with Lawler the last yeah. time we were there yeah. got oh, not dead, but, not he, dead, got but fired. he got fired. Oh, okay. So we and he to... was Ric Flair's old manager. I remember that. I remember that. And like the NWA back in like the 80s. Because me and him, I, honestly, it was like love at first sight. Me and Randy was his name. And we're sitting there and I'm telling him about my love of the king. And then he's like, hey, well, come down. down. I'm going to take you to the king's office. And he lets me try on his robe. It was all this great stuff happening. And I'm down there for like an hour and a half with this guy. I remember we worried about you. Yeah, you and Stansberry like, thought that I had been like abducted. Yep. By Jerry the King Lawler's. Which would have been a great way to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would have been great. Been great. Man, that was six years ago. So I think it's it's past time to go back to same Memphis. night that Prom's team lost by like thirty me, to Kansas State in the Big Twelve opener on New Year's. I do remember that. Oh, brutal. Sign of things to Everybody happen. was just so mad. Uh so here's a question. Are, we had to kick that guy out because he kept wearing the king's robe. Yeah, and you were like slinging beers and you were getting mad at people. I was the bartender because the, the King's ran, bar didn't have enough help. And then Memphis ran out of bush light. Uh, after they, they claimed that they, they would. They would never do it. I want to go back to Memphis. I like And we, we rented too for Psych One Fanatic. We rented this house. Did you ever oh, come into no, our house? No, because there was like barbed wire, and that's kind of one of my no-nos. Yeah, it was I, don't, in this I don't go to places with barbed horrible, wire. Horrible. It wasn't barbed wire, it was razor blade Even all worse, around it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of my invitation of not not. I being love invited. Memphis. I went on the Johnny Cash tour. I stayed in the Peabody with the other folks. Elitist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not you, paying for all of our staff at 400 bucks a night. We, at the freaking Peabody. I, I don't blame you. Although Aiden deserves it. Um, do you think Iowa State fans will be excited to go to a bowl game? Like, would we would we go in numbers to Memphis this year? Yes, you'd have a way better shot at Memphis than like Phoenix, Phoenix for on, some. Because Phoenix game is the day after Christmas. Brutal. Not great. Nobody's going to go to that. I disagree. I still think people would go. because I don't Arizona. even think I would go to that. You, what do you do for a living? That's in Connor. <laughs> but Memphis. I got kids. What about I'm not going to be away from my kids on Christmas, Christmas morning. Absolutely kids, not. Kids, we're, we're going to Phoenix. Well, we could stay with my aunt and uncle in go. Phoenix. So that, what, that's actually what about, doable. What about uh, Houston? What day is that? Um, it would be... Hold on. It's later in that week. Yeah, they go to that. People go to that. I think people go to Houston. And plus, there's a big enough uh, fan base in Texas. Right. They go crazy with that. It's an easy airport to get to. We would go to that. Yeah, yeah. I think we'd go to that. I'm telling you, the best option this year, is low Memphis. expectations, opponent is Memphis. So SEC the, team? Yeah. The Texas Bowl. Play like Auburn? You could. The yeah, like yeah. Memphis is the best draw. Texas Bowl, also SEC, 27th, though. Yeah, I don't like it. You're starting. To I'd rather go to Memphis. You can get the more blue collar fan that can drive down. And uh, we will, we will, will be doing a charter. Oh, you're competing with us now? No, we're gonna work together on it. Just kidding. We're gonna work together. So just mark your calendars. <laughs> I want go to a bowl game and help the help the team. I think it's a great idea. And the Memphis, it's just we gotta watch it and not do. We're not doing a bus because bad vibes. We have really no, bad vibes. We had death. We had. Yeah. Breakdowns. Breakdowns. Is, we had it was one of the worst experiences so of my life. Here's the deal, folks. Iowa State's winning two or three more games. We're doing this charter and we're flying. But we're we saying need to save up. We need to fill two hundred seats. Can we do that? Yes. Okay. That's easy. Okay. 
Let's do that. Or more. We can have multiple charters. I talked to the company this morning. Who are you working with? Uh, your guy. Oh, good. Yeah. We'll combo it. Okay. We'll get some Ames Logger on there. <laughs> I love how we'll you've already Cody done Rose. all this legwork and didn't even tell me. That's great. Yeah. What is, hey, we're friends here. No, this is good. I'm yeah. I'm all in. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, they, uh, the bull thing's interesting, but I think after taking a year off, and I also think that a lot of people didn't do the Orlando one the last time. Yes, true. That people are now... They're hungry for it. Yeah. The problem, that's the problem when you go to Bulls as consistently as Iowa State has. Yes. Then you get, even like the Notre Dame one was hard for us to sell. Yes. Because it was just like, well, we've been this, we've been that. It was coming off of COVID. Yep. I think people will be back into the mix. I'm excited for it. I was like, oh my, what a world that a month ago, now we're talking about bowl trips. Yeah. That goes without saying Williamson Bloom Wednesday, uh, presented as always by our friends at MacDyne. Welcome to all those who are watching we, we Facebook, owe, Twitter, and We owe YouTube. Baylor one, by the way. We owe them one. I hope that Iowa State beats Baylor by 60. Do you remember, having one down there since Tentgate? Yeah. I, I, by the way, Larry... Y'all are doing a game watch, right? Yes, we'll do, we're doing a game watch for Can those. Can anybody that, go to that, uh, or is that just invite? I think it's invite only, um, in conjunction with our good friends at the Gridiron Club. Real quick, shout out to Larry for petitioning for Iowa State to have a have a tent with the Baylor folks in advance. So thank you, Larry. I saw that. It was appreciated by the Iowa State staff members. <laughs> because, you know, last time they did not they got stiffed. appropriately do that, and yeah. they got hosed, and it was like 130. My favorite Baylor game was when we were in Myrtle Beach and we threw the game watch. Yeah, that was the last time Iowa State uh, won yeah. in Waco. And that was David Montgomery had a big game. Yep, I want right. to say, and uh, we got kicked out of that bar in Myrtle Beach because the Iowa State fans we're, got we're so drunk. too much. Mm-hmm. Well, because we were down there for a basketball tournament, and then the the crowd, we we grossly underestimated how many people would be there. And there was a wedding following, yeah. And these this bride won uh, no part of Bridezilla. These Iowans, and you got all these drunk Iowans yeah. everywhere. They ran out of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I called this place. I'm like, yeah, I think we may have 30 people. Yeah, like and like 100 showed up. Yeah, it was great. And they're all just like, they're there like two hours before the game. And they're, the people were mad at me. And I'm like, look at all this money you're making. So what, do you remember, everyone was living high off the Tulsa win. Do you remember the Tulsa win was? Uh, the Jacoby Long game. Yes. Jacoby Long game. You guys want a good time. You need to go at golfing with me and Bloom and you play our little trivia games. Where did, Jacoby, what it's like. where did Jacoby Long end up? I don't know, but he hit like four threes in the second half of that game and saved. Oh, it was, and like, it was that what I called the NBA 2K jump shot <laughs> yeah. where he'd be like, up, oh, and then he'd stop. He'd start coming back down, and then it'd still go in. He's at Bethune-Cookman. Oh, nice. Good for Jacoby. He's still playing? I played. No, no, he's done now. I was he gonna ended, say. Yeah, sorry, he finished up at Bethune. We need to do like a prom era. Where did these guys end up? Game at some point, like Darling wow. Stone, Dubar. Yeah. So, who? Jacoby. Jacoby never really lit it up. I would say. His, so, <laughs> so all the fans that thought he was the answer to that team okay, we're not, were, we're gonna, wrong. Hold on, give me a second on the old Google machine here. I'm gonna say his career high was that Tulsa. Game. <laughs> oh, it has to be. Okay. <laughs> 17 points. That Okay, that's the leader in the clubhouse. Hold on. Next year, he got a 12 and a 16 against Bethune-Cookman of all schools. I don't know where he was. Uh, now let's go to the next year. He was at SIU. Yeah, Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois. Ed, was it Edwardsville or regular? It's got to be Edwardsville. 
Yes. Uh, he that, was good enough to play in the Valley? Uh, his career high was two points. Oh. Uh, yeah, so 17 points against Tulsa was Jacoby Long's career high in his career. This has turned into a real sickos pod. <laughs> We're breaking down Jacoby Long's career high. All right, uh, keep on moving. Yeah. Big 12 preview. Let's look at the games coming up this weekend. I also wanted to, uh, as we transition into that bloom, I gave everybody the idea, so I've been watching the 90s movies or shows with my yeah. daughters. Introduce the kids to Family Matters. Urkel still hits, man. With Urkel even is, with the four-year-old? Eh, she's, she's not what I would call interested, but I'm telling you, like with my eight-year-old, she thinks Steve Urkel is the funniest human I've ever it, like she's ever seen in her life. It's incredible. On the TGIF programs, I think that oh, was my favorite. Iconic. Because that was back when people actually That's what you did. There was Friday appointment night. TV. It's like That's seven o'clock. My ass is gonna be on the couch. You'd get you'd get the book at Pizza Hut. You'd go watch yes. the and then the the dinosaur show. Uh, yeah. Did you watch the dinosaur and Bob show? Bob Saget. Bob Saget. R. E. P. Um well, step by step, Susan well, yeah. Summers, R.I.P. R.I.P. Man, we're losing all the legends. They're all here. dropping like flies. Jaleel White, still, we're still, we're still good. What about Urkel? Carl Winslow? Is he still alive? I think, I think, I think we still got Carl. He was in that commercial. Uh, he's in that. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Or he basically was himself. Great. My show. daughter thinks that Urkel is the funny. Like he walks Does, on stage and Cameron just cackles. Do Do the lessons still resonate? Like, oh they, yeah, they're great the, lessons. Life learning opportunities. In fact, here. this is great. This is great. So there's we're watching it in the season. So we start episode one and we're rolling through. And Carl Winslow is being very hard on his son Eddie uh, about playing basketball, and he's overtraining him, like yep. just putting a ton of pressure on yep. him. Well, it was last week, so my daughter does Taekwondo, okay? And she had already gone once. I like it when she goes a couple times a week because it's like... Get a routine, yeah. a little more comfortable. It was Thursday night last week, and I'm like, Cameron, let's go. I'm going to take you to karate. And she's like, Dad, just tired tonight. I really don't want to go. And I'm like, Cameron, like we need you're, you're going to get left behind. You like... I. And I, and I went through it with her. I love it that you like Taekwondo and you want to do this, but if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. We're not going to half-ass it. We're going to do it. And she says to me, Dad, I don't want you to be like Carl Winslow was with Eddie in basketball. <laughs> it's like, you got burned. Carl. I just, this is my first Carl Winslow comp in my, in my life. UCF there is are at, some similarities. UCF is at Oklahoma. Yeah. I hope UCF just keeps getting killed, actually, in a in a weird way. They're yeah, humble humble pie yeah. is good for them. Baylor at Cincinnati in, in a, a weird, weird way, way is no, the most interesting game. Here's this hypothetical for you: Do we root for Texas and Oklahoma the rest of the way to try and deject the rest of the Big Twelve and take the momentum away from them? Going I absolutely forward? think so. Whitford and I had this discussion. Is that a weird thing to say? No, because I don't want anybody. Of the remaining teams to yeah, have momentum. And that's why I'm rooting for Dion to lose at Colorado. I don't want them coming in here. I, I think that's the the right I again, I don't want Texas or Oklahoma to win either, but they're gonna leave. I'm I'm a long term player. Let's here. let's let's look at the I'm long a long term player. And I want all of these other schools to be as dejected and down on life as humanly possible. Yep. I want these coaches to go into January without sweating jobs. for their jobs. Yeah. And to be afraid of Ames, Iowa. There you go. Oklahoma State 
at West Virginia. This is the gold bar play of the week. Oklahoma State. No. What, I don't even know what the line is. What is the it's, line? It was at three. West Virginia's favored by three. I, I, I think West Virginia potentially okay. blows them out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. I would agree. This is the ultimate sell high on Oklahoma State moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Three and a half. Yeah, it's a good play. You're right. Uh, Baylor, Cincinnati. What's the line there? That you one got all is the uh, three and a half Cincinnati. So that has moved by four points the other way. So people are not on Baylor. Yeah, I probably play Cincinnati. I think. I, yeah, I just. I was not. How about a How look, about a Cincinnati West Virginia teaser? Buy some points. I Cincinnati's offense was average enough to my eyes that I'm not. I'm not trusting Emory Jones to win a Big Twelve game yet. Just not. Why did it swing so much? Like, it, what I'm do we not, not sure. know about shaping? I don't know. That's what I, something going on with shaping. I don't like Cincinnati either. They were my favorite play in the offseason to play the under. So, like, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, but I, I, what do we not know, know about what's going on in Wake? Other than they're just they just gave up. They got beat by four touchdowns by ten. Well, they're coming off a bye. They are. So if they suck this week, then then yeah. Don't bet on that game, no, kids. I, yeah, that's the that's the moral. The moral story. here is just don't bet on any of these games. These non-Oklahoma Texas Big Twelve games are impossible. all crazy. They're impossible. Texas at Houston. Mm-mm. Texas Tech at BYU. No that idea. could be fun. Yeah, that will be. A it'll, fun be game. it'll be fun. So we got. We, we got, should. We should uh, drink some Cody Road and yeah, watch we're, that. We're one. going. We're going to because we got the double dip at the same time. Split screen it. Yep. Six o'clock. Tech, BYU, TCU, K-State. Saturday night right there. Bye weeks are the best. And I know our friend Connor Ferguson is thinking, we've got the Dirt Track World Championship at Eldora. Where? Like Eldora, Iowa? No. Ohio. I drove through... Give me uh, Ricky Thornton Jr., by the way. Are there some uh, racetracks in Indianapolis, like dirt tracks? Yeah. Okay, because I drove through that state. They're a uh, big uh, open wheel. Big open wheel, yeah. yeah. It's like, I, they like to like run a, the midgets out there. There was yeah. like a, a town named for Jeff Gordon, I want to say. Is he from Indiana? It's a boulevard. It's a boulevard. Is Jeff Gordon from Indiana? He's from California, but he grew up also running a lot of sprint cars in Indiana. Okay, because so, he yeah, seemed like a big deal in Indiana. For yeah, no, he's a legend. Did you know, I put this out on Twitter, and then we can we can wrap it up. Yeah. The state of Iowa, landmass-wise, is actually... 25% larger than Ohio. I saw your tweet about, about that. How about that? How'd you come up with that? I was, well, because I was driving through Ohio. I'm like, this state's not as big as I thought. Lo and behold, smaller than Iowa. Uh, the only time I've ever driven in Ohio is that trip to Dayton. Yeah. Oh, my God. I like. I did like Cincinnati, for real. Did not, I'd like to go. Did not have the chili. Did not have the chili, but next time. <sighs> I don't know if we started that whole thing last week. It kind of took off after that, though. Yeah. I don't, and... Cinnamon roll the, thing. The got, chili thing just got kind of took on a mind of its own. I'm going to take credit for it, but uh, did not have the spaghetti chili. Appreciate all of you watching who watched live. We realize the majority of you can't just drop your days at 1 30 on Wednesday <laughs> afternoons to hang out with us, but we appreciate those Thank who you do. Did. Yeah, it was great. Thank you for uh, listening on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network as well. Uh, we'll wrap things up. Enjoy your bye weekend. We will have the uh, Nebraska Furniture Mark picks podcast with me and bloom here coming up I believe we're recording that wednesday night so that'll be up on your feeds probably sometime thursday 
Thanks for uh, watching. Thanks for listening here uh, on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Cheers.